So over this session, we're going to spend um, a bit of time continuing in the theme of courage in character. But this time, I want us to spend a bit of time with the courage's opposite, uh, timidity. Um, <clears throat> the, main, the main word in the New Testament f- for fear, the main Greek word, the one that's used most of the time, is phobos, where we get our word phobia from. And um, that word can be used negatively, so like in 1 John 4, where it says perfect love drives out fear. The word fear there is being used negatively as a contrast to God's love. Romans 8, you've not been given a spirit to make you a slave again to fear in a negative sense. But also, that word can be used positively when it talks about the fear of God, for example, when Jesus says, don't fear those who can only destroy your body and then do no more. Rather, fear him who, once he's destroyed your body, can destroy your soul in hell as well. So, the fear of God. Um, the phobos, phobos is the word that is um, used there. But there's a lesser used word. Um, as far as I can work out, um, it's only used about four times in the New Testament. Um, and it's translated in certain uh, Bible translations as timidity. Um, and elsewhere as, as fear, and the Greek word is uh, delia, delia. Um, and um, if we go to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 together, it's a very famous verse, We're little, probably most of us will be familiar with it. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. <clears throat> For God gave us a spirit not of fear or not of timidity, but of power and love and self-control or sound judgment. God did not give us a spirit of timidity. Um, that's that word that is used there. Um, elsewhere it's used once in the Gospel of Matthew and once in the Gospel of Mark, but about the same occasion where they were in the boat and the water was coming in and, and Jesus calms the storm and Jesus says to them in Matthew, Why are you afraid? You men of little faith. And in Mark, why are you afraid? How is it that you have no faith? And that's that same word, dahlia, timidity is being used there. So what what seems obvious is that this kind of fear works against faith. This is a a fear that um, drains us of faith. This is a fear that undermines biblical faith, the kind of faith that the Lord is wanting to build into us and is looking for uh, in us. Another way it can be translated is as cowardly. That's another way that it's translated. In um, perhaps its strongest use is in Revelation 21, verse 8. We're right in the middle of all this glorious uh, picture of the new heavens and the new earth. Um, we are told that the portion of the cowardly will be in the lake of fire. In um, here, the cowardly are lumped in with the murderous, the immoral, the unbelieving. It's the same word that's used, the same Greek word. Um, how would I define timidity? Here's my definition. The spiritual condition where we give way to the dread in our hearts, causing us to keep quiet, sit down, shrink back, and become less than what the Spirit has called and equipped us to be. The place where people and their opinions loom large, and Jesus and his words fade into the background. 
That's how it works. That's what it is. That's the kind of thing that goes on. The spiritual condition where we give way to the dread in our hearts, causing us to keep quiet, sit down, shrink back, and become less than what the Spirit has called and equipped us to be, the place where people and their opinions loom large and Jesus and his words fade into the background. How does it manifest? Well, here's a few examples from Scripture in terms of how it manifests. Sometimes it's not taking action when you should do. So the story of Moses um, leading the people out of Egypt, and he's, he, gets, he, gets to the, he gets to the sea, um, and the army of Egypt are obviously behind them, and the sea's in front of them, and he starts to pray. Now normally you think that's a good idea, pray, it's a good thing. Um, God says to him, why are you crying out to me? Darn, I'm praying and I'm getting told off for it, you know. Why are you crying out to me? Tell the sons of Israel to go forward. As for you, lift up your staff and stretch out your hand. Do something. And sometimes we can pray because we're timid. God's saying, why are you still praying about this? You know what to do. So we hide behind prayer. So it's good to pray, but God searches the heart. And if we know what to do and we're still praying about it and not doing it, it's a problem. It's timidity. So not taking action. Another way it can manifest is taking action prematurely. So in the story of King Saul, when he, when he decides that he's going he's gonna to do the sacrifice, he had no right before God to do that. And Samuel the prophet comes and says, what have you done? And Saul said, well, I saw that the people were scattering from me, so I just, I did it. He was, his fear of losing influence, his fear that his leadership wasn't looking good, that, that people were hemorrhaging, he began to act out of that place of fear, cowardice, timidity, faithlessness. He began to act out of it, and, and, but it was totally blasphemous what he was doing. And I think there's something for us to, to reflect upon, that if you let that, timidity get into you, you can find yourself doing things, but it's not coming from faith. There's no faith in it. It's panic. <laughs> but it can look religious, doing a sacrifice. It can look spiritual. Because search is the heart. Another manifestation of timidity can be self-absorption. You just get stuck on yourself. That's a faith killer. <laughs> I think John Calvin said, to behold yourself is damnation. <laughs> Uh, biblical example, um, God calls Moses to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt, as we've looked at already. Moses says to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh? God said, certainly I will go with you. <laughs> who you are has got nothing to do with it, frankly, other than the fact I'm calling you. It's not about you. And, and you know, months and weeks of self-reflection will not get you anywhere because it's the calling of God. That's, and God, if God calls you, he'll be with you. And if he's with you, you'll be fruitful. But we can get into ourselves to a point, timidity begins to, and we, we get, who am I? Who, I'm, not, I'm not this, I'm not that, I am this, I am that. And it's, uh, it's really just a manifestation of the fact that our eyes aren't on him. Another manifestation of timidity can be losing your voice. The Lord Jesus appears to Paul while he's in Corinth and says to him, do not be afraid any longer, but go on speaking and do not be silent. I think timidity, when, when I, know, I know when I'm feeling timid because I lose my voice. 
I lose my, and, and even, and even, <laughs> even when I do talk, I hear myself, I think this is so unconvincing. Some, there have been times where I've preached, I've sat down and Davina, my dear companion, <laughs> she's wonderful. She said to me, you didn't really preach, did you? I said, no. No, I was fixated with what that person thought of me for the last 20 minutes. And I shrunk back and I carried on, but I wasn't really. You lose your voice. Lying is another manifestation of timidity. One of Jesus' disciples said this, Woman, I do not know him. Yes, you do. (laughs) You're one of his closest disciples. But these lies, these barefaced lies, why? Fear, panic, lost all sight of Jesus. Sometimes, sometimes lying comes out of deception. Very often, lying comes out of fear. It can be the most ridiculous fears. And then, finally, not using your spiritual gifts is a manifestation of timidity. That first scripture we looked at, two Timothy one verse seven, the verse before it says this: "Fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands." For, because. God did not give us a spirit of timidity. And if we sit on our gifts and don't use them, it's often a manifestation of timidity. We're afraid of failure. We're afraid that it won't be as fruitful as we like. We're afraid that someone might be offended. We have all these different fears we neglect rather than fan into flame and have a go. So as I said in the earlier message, courage is living, speaking and relating from your true Center, and uh, of necessity, then um, timidity, timidity is not doing that. You're not doing that. You're, you're panicking and you're operating from a, from another place. It's not from your center. And so, the, to the degree that you are living timidly, you are conflicted. To the degree that you are living timidly, you are conflicted. You are not internally reconciled with how you're living. It's not a good place to live, to live from and can lead to all kinds of difficulties spiritually, emotionally, physically. <clears throat> can lead to anger, can lead to resentment, can lead to panic. And so I just thought of, a, I tried to think of a few little, just to end uh, on a cheerful note, a few symptoms of, um, <laughs> of uh, how, might, how, how might you know that you are perhaps currently um, living timidly. A lack of peace. Um, A sense of being cornered or controlled. You just sense that you're cornered and you're operating from a place of being cornered and controlled rather than a place of faith. Inability to speak. Inexplicable anger. Because you feel that you're being put upon by the expectations or whatever of others and you... You just suffer it, but then elsewhere, where you are less guarded, it comes out. Um, strong desire to disengage. You just go, I've had enough. <laughs> I've had enough, I can't do this. You ever find yourself doing it? I've had enough, I can't do this. Why are you saying that? I find myself saying that. I just can't do this anymore. You have to get to that. Why, why am I saying that? Meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> just... Yeah, if you if you if you keep down this road, you you can end up on a meltdown. 
it all just becomes too much. All of these can point to the possibility of significant timidity in your life. And I do think it is a massive thing in the church, if I'm really honest with you. Um, and God's transforming work in our lives is one degree of glory to another. So, you know, our, our expectations are, are not, you know, that suddenly everything should be sorted by any means. But it's, it's really reassuring to know that you're walking out of it. Amen? You know, when you can say, hey, do you know what? It used to be like that and now like that as we looked at... As we looked at earlier, 